Hello and welcome to the JR Show podcast. I am JR. very special treat today. They've got one of the best sounds in all of faith-based music, in my opinion. Uh, The band Apollo LTD. Now, the band uh, has uh, one of their members, actually Jordan, who is my guest uh, for this episode. Uh, One of his relatives was actually an astronaut. So we're going to touch on that. Uh, We'll talk about what he might leave on the moon. Sit back, enjoy Jordan of Apollo LTD. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your paws together for today's guest, Jordan from Apollo LTD. Thank you for taking time, sir. Glad to be here. I was in the neighborhood, J Rock. Just happened <laughs> to be walking by. Yeah. <laughs> We're missing one of the members of Apollo LTD because he's got a tummy ache. So, you know, I wanted to say, hey, Adam, this show is on in Orlando, Tampa, Atlanta, Jacksonville, all over the world. Where are you at, bro? And you're just going to lie in bed drinking chicken soup. And um, so. We're going to roll on with Jordan today. Somehow, some way. Who is the band? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, let's be honest. You're the one who has a relative that was an astronaut. That is true. So you are Apollo LTD. <clears throat> let's just he go with that. <laughs> not me. We are going to play. Adam, <laughs> you'll watch this. I don't condone it. Adam's not going to watch this. No. Um, but, but a lot of people are going to watch this on Instagram and, and Facebook and so like we've been doing with a lot of the artists, we're going to give you a chance to pick your background. Okay. So here are three choices for you. Um, let's go with, because Apollo LTD, let's go with outer space setting behind us, the moon behind us, or the Great Wall of China. What would you like to do this interview from? Great Wall of China sounds tempting. I'm going to go with the moon. Okay, let's hit the, just gonna, uh, let's hit the just button. I'm going to go for it. So there we are. We made it. Apollo LTD, we're going to con- conduct this interview from... The big rock surface, in the sky. Surface of the moon. Real quick, um, hopefully you've probably been asked this by, you know, some random faith-based station in Des Moines, Iowa. But if you had made it <laughs> to the moon, yeah. what would be something cool you would have loved to have left? <laughs> and uh, initials in the ground to something from one from your kid. Just so every time you look up, you're like, I left that up there. And it's there right now. I would take that really old, dirty mask that I wore for like <laughs> 12 months that's hanging on my gear lever in my car. I don't even want it on this planet. It's staying. I, I would leave that bad boy up there and I'd be like, boom, I'm leaving 2020 with it. It's on the moon. Yeah. Okay, that's a that's great it. answer, actually. I like that. Um, so we're gonna. So if you're seeing any of this on, on our socials, that's that's where we're going with the moon setting here today. Um, I've not had you talk about this song yet, um, Sunday Morning Feeling, mm-hmm. with Ryan Stevenson on it. If you could walk me up, just kind of where it came from, the song. Yeah, uh, so Sunday Morning Feeling, we wrote, um, Adam and I wrote it with a good friend of ours, and it was kind of, it's a feel-good track. It's it's something that we, it was, you have those days where you're like, I'm just so tired of writing heavy stuff there's a lot going on we wrote it in 2020 yeah and it was kind of one of those days where you're like man i just like the sun's out can we just write something happy today yeah. like let's just try to tap into some good vibes i'm you getting know the mean? vibe you really didn't like the pandemic i you <laughs> leaving your mask on the I moon i don't know if you guys know this <laughs> wasn't quite into it no um 
No, but it's it's a fun song. Yeah. It was just kind of we we wrote it about like those old like the days of growing up, going to church, you know, and and yeah. just all the memories associated with that. So we had a good time doing it, and then um, we sent it to Ryan because he was he's a buddy, and we thought his voice would sound great on it. Let's see yeah. if he wants to. See if he's doing anything. He's Let's in a giant money anything. vault counting Eye of the Storm money going, what? Yeah. Okay, yeah. He's like, somebody wants my voice? <laughs> no! It's Apollo? Okay! That's kind of how it went. Yeah. Last time I had you on the show, one of the two of you was having a child or had just had. But either way, it would have been very, very young or not even born yet when yeah. we did that chat. So what now that we're a couple years out did they not put in the parenting brochure that you have uncovered? Oh, man, so much. It's a giant brochure. Oh, it's a big brochure, <laughs> and there's a lot of fine print, a lot of things I did not know. Um, well, said child, when we talked to you guys last, was probably his. The time I think I had mine. She's yeah. two now. We're potty training. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. the brochure definitely missed out on, like, yeah. Learning how to like read your child's face when they're about to go poop wherever you are, yeah. like in your house, on the floor, wherever. Yeah. That's one that just kind of comes to the top of my Ooh. mind. Yeah, it's, you know. I had a kid that, like, now I'm not going to finger painting with. Oh, yeah. no. No, we won't. I'll oh. tell you in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds brutal. Yeah. Along these lines, uh, when I first became a parent, uh, Napster was about to become not as secretive. MySpace was mm -hmm. just starting to rock. Um, CDs were flourishing. It was kind of that window. Um, for you, you had a you have a little child around a pandemic. What is a positive that came out? Because it's not yeah. it's not yeah. everybody's case, you know. Right. But it is your reality mm -hmm. to have a little one in a pandemic where to watch your little girl have to go instinctively know i have to yeah. go into the store with a mask mm -hmm. that wasn't my early parenting days but it's yours yeah. so what's been some positives yeah. i mean i think that on the whole just having time i mean we had like it was like the world kind of paused there for a while you know what i mean and there was a lot of anxiety in the world but it was all of a sudden we were planning on being gone playing shows and traveling and and we're i, was, I think we were mentally prepared to be like gone for a lot of the year and then when this happened we were actually out on the road when when everything kind of came to a stop and um i think that in a lot of ways we really valued the time we got to spend with our kids because we didn't think we were going to have it and now mm. it's like the world's kind of stopped here for a little bit and it allowed us to kind of be present spending yeah. time I, I mean that that's the one Time really is kind of that one unrenewable resource, you know. You can work all you want, but the truth is, man, especially and for me, I realized it when I had a kid, you know, my wife yeah. and I did, that, like, time is the most valuable thing. Yeah, because they print more money every day. It just it keeps That's happening, printed. I hear, I hear. But time, they haven't found a way to do that yet, so. Nope. Uh, will you walk me up, patient? Um, I don't think I've had you on since we started playing that. Mm -hmm. Where did patient come from? Yeah, uh Patient was a song that we wrote in 2019 that became a lot more applicable in 2020. But uh, we wrote it in 2019, and it almost made the cut on the on our first record, yeah. but it was just a little bit late. And um, so this was actually one of the only songs we didn't write in 2020 that's on our our new album. Okay. Um, but yeah. And uh, uh, just the heart behind the story. Yeah, 
if, I think that for us, it was written in a season of our lives where we were just uncertain about what God was doing, what God yeah. was up to. And, you know, there's days where we feel like, you know, doing life is, it's forgive the analogy, but it's kind of like farming, you know, and some days you're seeing the harvest, you're seeing God like things are blooming and you're seeing fruit of labor and, and mm -hmm. it's really exciting, obviously those seasons of life. But then there's a lot of seasons where you're like, I just feel like I'm plowing, putting one foot in front of the other. And I think this song patient was definitely written in a season of plowing and not really knowing what was going on, but trusting that God's yeah. providential in all of it. So, yeah. I have to ask you, um, we did this, there was a conversation at the radio station months ago, mm -hmm. Three people just, somebody had brought up, hey, what is the greatest song of faith all time? And I, I was like, Amazing Grace has got to be it. It's been sung around the world. And somebody else is like, but I can only imagine it's the most purchased song in the history. I'll Some, give you 10,000 reasons why that's not true. <laughs> well, wait, Ew. that that's in here. Because uh, somebody else said <laughs> Oceans is... Oh, Hillsong's Oceans has got to be. Yeah. So we put it out to the audience and we got it from 30 and then like an NCAA bracket. Yeah. We had it down to 16 just humdingers and they narrowed it down to a final four. And we ended up, uh, they ended up choosing, I can only imagine, Reckless Love, Corey Asbury. Okay. Beautiful name. What a beautiful name by Hillsong and Amazing Grace. Any version, but yeah. the song in general. Which of those four would you have voted for on our Instagram for in the final four? Or would you have gone with a wild card that's not in the final four? See, I feel like I, oh man, that's hard. Because I feel like the Amazing Grace thing is legit because it's like, that's like, that's like the Muhammad Ali yeah. of, you know what I mean? It's kind of like yeah. classic. I can only imagine though, was definitely one of those songs that has stood the were. test of time. Yeah. I mean, I feel like everybody can remember when that song came out yeah. and then here we are. 25 years later and yep. everyone still hates no oh no what were you gonna say <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna but leave I'm that in too <laughs> i've just said it was so great we couldn't stop playing it even yeah. even even non you know general market stations were like we'll take some of that too See, you know that's, that's kind of my my measuring the barometer kind of is like mass yeah. knowledge of the song i think amazing grace and I can only imagine are definitely one and two. I'll go one and two. Okay, good. Uh, Jordan, my father worked at a grocery store for 40 years. He was the guy that would go through and change the price tags on everything in the store. Every time his price would change, it was his job to print off the new labels and go change it. And he went up and down the store for eight hours a day. Mm -hmm. Glamorous, right? Yeah. Um, but the perks as a little boy was when the store would close, I got to run with a closed door for hours while he finished up. And I would it's just like, nobody else would have that experience except somebody who had a dad that worked at a, yeah. for you with your parents, you can pick one. What was a perk that came with your parents' job? Oh man. So my dad was in full-time ministry, he had a women's crisis pregnancy resource center in downtown Atlanta. Um, this is not what you would expect. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where this is yeah. going. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 this is definitely, I'm not going where you think it would. So his office was in downtown Atlanta across the street <laughs> from a Lamborghini dealership, oh. oddly enough. Yeah. You know, downtowns are have a little bit of everything. Yeah. And for some reason, there was like a Lamborghini dealership. So as a kid, 
in the early 90s, I would love to go to my dad's office. Right. You know, because he was like, I could go look at the awesome cars. But yeah, that was pretty random. But so I guess it's not a perk of where he was working, but he was in the general vicinity. So I knew that if I was going down to the care center, that I was going to get to go like, oh, yeah. No, that's a perfect answer because you're one of the only ones that could share that story in that spot. As a little boy, I couldn't even imagine, like, see, yeah. think about me. I'm running past boxes of macaroni. Yeah. And I'm excited. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> You're seeing Lambos. Um, no, that's perfect. Yeah. Okay. An article came out um, a couple months ago I shared with my audience, Jordan, that was a poll of Americans that said, the average American thinks that they could last two months in the wilderness. Uh, two weeks. Two, two weeks. Two weeks in the wilderness. Okay, I was like, two months? Wow. <laughs> so picture okay. wilderness, wilderness, not like yeah. just woods, but how long, based on your skill set, you're, you're a musician, but you also, you, you know, think about food, Let's, think about safety, yeah. all that. How long do you think you could make? Let's be honest. Yeah. Not very long, <laughs> but I did watch that Netflix show alone. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Did anybody watch that? You guys watch that? I may have. Is it? Bill it's Bear it's where they it's where they take real like people who have skills and yeah. they put them out in the wilderness and they last for like months and months and months. I did. See I that. have yes. watched that, so I do feel like I'm a little. I would use moss. I would use. I would go to rocks and I would find moss. Yeah. And I would cover myself in that moss every night. Yeah. So I could admit, I just with the moss alone, I think I could last at least a solid seventy-two yeah. hours. And After that, it's a coin toss. <laughs> what about finding food? How tough would that be for you? Obviously, it depends on if you're near water. Depends on if you're near water. It depends yeah. if you have a taste for maggots and snails, <laughs> things like that. Yeah. And I'm, do you? <laughs> I, I don't. So I would have to find myself some Wagyu beef or like yeah. some chicken, some free range chickens or something. I don't know if they're in. It just depends. man. Yeah. There's a lot of factors that we're not talking yeah, about. If you can catch a boar and know what to do with it. Yeah. Like when you've been eating berries and all of a sudden you get bacon, like I, it, that would freak me Adam out. Adam would be, I'll say the other 49% of this band yeah. that's not here, 49 and a half He's hunted before. Yeah. So he, I think he could do it. I think he, and he has a big beard. I, I think he'd blend in. That'll help. That will help. For warmth. Helps <laughs> for the facial warmth. Um, you know what's funny for people like Adam that could feed themselves well is you never know, like that show, The Loneliness was one of the big hits for people. So even though they had yeah. skills, they couldn't outskill the loneliness of not speaking to a human. Yeah. And you start losing your mind. I'm pretty extroverted. Honestly, I think by the time the helicopter flew away, I'd be like, yeah, this, I, I give up. Yeah. Like this isn't, this isn't going to work. You're extroverted. Like you're, uh, you're, you're yeah, outgoing. I, I, yeah. I mean, I like being around people. So, I mean, I think I could, f- to answer your question seriously, no joke. I think I could make it. I'm going to give it four nights. Okay. Four <laughs> nights. And when they find you, you've developed a friendship with a squirrel. Like, I'm crying. <laughs> I'm covered in moss. Cuddling with I'm just a like possum. still trying to <laughs> gag my way through eating these maggots that I found under a log. It would be ugly. Yeah. There's nothing pretty about this scenario. <laughs> okay. That's great. Follow me on this. Did you ever see that Noah movie where Russell Crowe, people said it was real freaky because um, they like had weird people that 
like this i didn't read this in scripture like yeah. where there's there was like rock people like the dude messed with the story pretty yeah, bad but yeah. it was great cgi spent millions on this story of noah but it was made by a non-believer so he was yeah. just trying his best as somebody who didn't really care about the scriptures yeah, yeah but the story in scripture that you've always been enamored by that you would love to see a gazillion dollar cgi spare no expense oh yeah i mean let's go just like full steven spielberg on the whole creation story yeah. thing i mean come on that that would be pretty incredible if we were like that would have to be all cgi like hardly anything that it would be entirely cgi just the creation of animals um there was From, an, and like we're taking like we're taking ribs and we're creating yeah. i mean come on man. the garden scene would have to be a little edited but once you like yeah, you know a little bit of editing there we'd we'd you know <laughs> show, keep it appropriate show neck up but you know just i i read a book one day it was that who's that guy that writes for god that christian matt he wrote a book called Epic Wild at Heart. Oh, yeah. John Eldridge. John Eldridge, yeah. He describes in this little, it's like a pamphlet almost, called Epic, about the day that, of creation. It's like, you take crazy things for granted. We take mm -hmm. things for granted. Think about on that day, just elephants. We, t we You see yeah. it, and you don't think about it, but I'm like, when God was doing all this stuff, they're just there now. Yeah. And, and so I think. They weren't before, yeah. but now they are fish and wild. plants and food and all that stuff that would be interesting you'd have to have a storyline you know seven days it'd be just it's a timeline of okay yeah, here's, you'd have to have a little clock going in the yeah. bottom so we knew where we were at and like, there where needs are we to at be in this process there needs to be a relationship like peril like are these two gonna make it i don't know yeah. oh and then god created trees yeah yeah that would be interesting david has always been one that i think nobody's ever done it proper you think no. of little boy Mm -hmm. walking up the giant is you got 20 minutes right there of just that's killer yeah that scene but then he has to go back and he gets oh, you're gonna be king but he didn't go be king he got he's back shepherding for 20 years yeah. knowing he just kind of put that on hold weird. for a minute yeah, yeah. and then people saw hunting him down you know again let's edit with Bathsheba like he like there's just, a lot of parts to his life that it that would be pretty complicated which yeah. i think would be cool yeah but you'd have to tell that story. i feel like see if you're gonna do the david thing you'd need like we'd need another series you know like yeah. kind of like they did with chosen you know right like yeah they would we would need some character development right which would be amazing oh yeah but yeah that would be a and, good uh, one for you sure you know we'll call jim caviezel and see if he's free <laughs> yeah come on where you at bro <laughs> what you've been Let's doing be on it man i know this is working but you got to move on to the next one man um 2022 we'll end on this uh jordan 2022 um how full full throttle tour are you because it'll be like by 22 yeah like 2020 yeah. pandemic and then 2021 we did this kind of okay here we go can we inch back into the water is there anything for 2022 musically for apollo ltd from tours to music where you're like let's go full throttle with uh i don't know if it's touring or or what but i would hope that it shows in touring for sure yeah you know uh any plans so far or is it too early to probably tell anything too far out um by the end of this year the fall's getting busy okay things are getting back to life so They're still doing uh the tours this fall are they like capacity wise are they it's an inching up. I, I think they're inching up. Okay. I mean, it seems to us like there's more and more f 
capacity, which is really exciting yeah. to see, you know. Awesome. The latest album came out in 2020. 2020. All right. Featuring some of the songs we've played here today. Um, Good Day is on there. Patient is on there. And the new song, uh, if you were listening earlier when we were chatting, Sunday Morning Feeling is on there, uh, which which I absolutely love. And you can check it out just by searching Apollo LTD where you find music. Thanks. This is chat number two. And uh, I think you did fine holding down the fort being 49% of Apollo LTD. I tried. I tried. Yes. <laughs> Always appreciate the time, yeah. Jordan. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, it's got me thinking about what I would leave on the moon now. Um, you can check out all the clips on Instagram. Also want to remind you, when you hit subscribe on the JR Show podcast, you get alerted when we have a new episode uh, coming out. And I always appreciate the five-star review. And uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed that. Again, hit subscribe to be alerted when new content comes. And next week, one of the most powerful voices in all of faith-based music is going to be my guest. And that's Natalie Grant. Until then, peace.